Welcome to Pang Stars. Today's guest is Marie Soto. She was born on October 30th in Scarborough, 9.30 a.m. That makes her a Scorpio. Before we get on to her, let me introduce our host, sound healer, meditation teacher, and criterion film snob, Sharpang. Yeah, I mean, I'm so bored. At worst, you're bored. At most, you're spiraling, and you do the roller coaster of emotions that everyone has had this whole year long since March. But I recently looked into criterion collection <laughs> subscription because i had watched this gay samurai movie oh my god what's it called go hato with okay. my friend and it was amazing it was like there was this like hot like slim twink who comes in to fight at the at the dojo and everyone's like oh my god who is he he's so beautiful everyone falls in love with him and gets infected like wildfire Whoa. at his like tender ethereal yet deadly you know no. passivity and then all hell breaks loose and it's it's amazing should we have done a spoiler alert oh no the, i don't I would shoot i mean it's actually amazing and if you know like beat takeshi kitano he also is in it it's uh oh shoot the director also directed the realm of the senses which i haven't seen but a legendary director it's done really well and it's really surreal absurd and you don't really know where everyone's politics stands or like what the message of the film is trying to say but I do I am so excited to be chatting with you Marie like we met last year at a show and we had a lot of amazing moments um and I've always wanted to have you as a guest and I recently thought of you like Lewis (laughs) why don't we have Marie on I love that you kind of do like art as well We have another art friend in common and I think it's really interesting and I haven't been to any of your shows, the, the surreal, the surreal comedy show. And I think you used to do feelings as well. Right. Or do you still do that? Um, we are, we're on hiatus right now Mm -hmm. for feelings and surreal life, but it hasn't. Yeah. Um, it's still in the air. (laughs) Yes, Um, of course. In in a year like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, surreal life's been like almost three years now, um, and it's been a it's been a good vibe. A lot of people have like said a lot of nice things, which is like what I hope for. Like it's like a good wholesome space. Someone mm-hmm. was like, it's better than my like family like living room. <laughs> so that was like that's really nice to hear. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and for those people who don't know what the two shows are, can can you tell them? You know, explain to us like what the vibe is at both and what you were creating or aiming to create by by doing these shows. Oh yeah. Um. So surreal life is like it's uh, art as comedy. Comedy is art. Um. It's just is really an anything goes kind of show. Um. It's mm-hmm. not polished. I've <laughs> like there have been so many mic technical difficulties. <laughs> um. I've like tripped over my words and objects. Um, people have come in shirtless. People have come on stage and eaten on stage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just supposed to be. I guess it's like the Solange Knowles mm. of shows. Yes. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not out there. It's not all known. But um, mm. it, it has a good heart. Um, She's so yeah. sick. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and it's it's also for specifically um, featuring 
um, BIPOC folks, yes. um, LGBTQ spectrum folks. Yes. Um, that was a space for them to feel celebrated mm-hmm. and their best selves. Um, I love it. And similarly to feelings, it's also um, LGBTQ plus folks and BIPOC folks mm-hmm. get priority, but mm-hmm. it's open to other folks as well. Um, and that was just like, because I have so many unmanageable feelings. Yeah. <laughs> But it was just like a place where people could come and just like talk it out. It was like almost a therapy session where people like can be like people have said a lot of vulnerable stuff on stage and then we just like Mm -hmm. listen. Um, I think Vong once mentioned that he was like noticing people like leaning in and like listening to people talk. And yeah, um, yeah, it's a good space too. It's an enshrinement to everything messy feeling. I love it. And honestly, when I got a look at your chart, I think Lewis alluded to this. Like I was like, oh, like <laughs> we have a lot of and indeed like you there are a lot of feelings in this chart. Like you are listen, I understand. Like you, I have four four, you know, I have four planets in Sag. I'm a Sagittarius Sun and Moon. And let me not make it about myself. Let me decenter myself. You have four in in Scorpio. You are a Scorpio sun and moon. And I love it because like I'm a double. You have a Scorpio Mercury. And I got to scroll. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm like trembling. Like and sun. I'm like, oh no, they know too much now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's a Scorpio. You don't want the secrets. You want everyone's secrets. Know, you want everyone to tell you. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, no, I know. <laughs> You want to look deeply into the soul of everybody. And indeed, like even from like the show that you have and, you know, like, you know, even when I met you, I'm like, oh, like she's like, I I really want to talk to her. And I like that the show is called Feelings. It's about tender, vulnerable feelings like like and that's hard for all of us to share. But I do know of all things, the Scorpio wants everyone's secrets without revealing their own. Like, I know that. That's why you're already like, oh, no. Oh, no, she sees my chart. She sees me. Like, Sun, Moon, and Mercury in Scorpio, and then Pluto in Scorpio, and Pluto is the ruler of Scorpio. So we'll get into it. How much stuff do you know about, like, your chart or astrology, etc.? Um, I I know it from all the beautiful and magical queers in my life. Yes. <laughs> and, like, so I know um, that you have, like, a bajillion different houses. Yes. You have a big three that's, like, your rising sun and moon, uh-huh. moon, uh, yeah, rising is how you appear to people. Yes. Your sun is like your whole fucking deal. <laughs> and the moon is like your your feels or your shadow. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. She's got it. So like, yeah, sun and moon are in Scorpio. So like, you know, it's like Marie in the streets and the sheets is the same. Your <laughs> external self. And your inner self, like, there's not that much. You know what I mean? What you see could be what you get, although you are a secretive Scorpio female who shouldn't be trusted. Just kidding. But um, you're rising as Sag, and I love it because I'm very Sagittarius. I'm like, yeah. So, like, you know, uh, the Sagittarius vibe is about, you know, expansiveness, travel, philosophy. And I kind of like, I also like that you have an art background because I wanted to, I really wanted to talk to you about, you know, it's such an interesting juxtaposition like comedy is in its in 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 its lowest form like a low art form or can be a lowbrow art form 
of the masses where people can just say whatever you know insult comics everything imagine once upon a time when you would be beheaded if you criticize the king and the queen we have comedy and jesters or like that sort of tradition where you can say whatever you want you can throw barbs and arrows and slings and not get your head chopped off so but you also work in fine art or like I know that you're an artist so I'm curious about like what your take on it is or your idea of like oh what's that juxtaposition between the two that you know you're straddling in in like the the work that you do I find that super interesting with with like art stuff or yeah like everything 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 yeah Yeah. um yeah yeah I love that we're both sad too I feel like with my combinations like I feel like this because I'm a Scorpio I'm emo but I will go on that trip Mm. with you at Mm -hmm. four in the morning yes bring bring drinks um and then I'm super Capricorn so that means I'm good at like spell checking and like finishing on time with my deadlines and answering emails um I don't know I feel like I just there was probably something in there too about me being a middle child where I just wanted to be different yeah um but yeah I feel like um yeah, I feel like I was just always adventurous as a as a person, and then that, um, yeah, I think when I was a kid, I was always like that, and then uh, as a teenager, that kind of ch- ch- changed. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, like I think I don't know, like I think comedy for sure is is about truth telling, and then I've heard that that's what Scorpios do. Yeah. Um, it's and it's also like I've heard that like it's on either. Like you're always going to extremes of things, which oh, yeah. is whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think like the art is definitely just something <laughs> that helps as like an outlet, like all the art kids do, you oh, know? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just just like a thing that makes me feel like me. So that's what I do, um, and do that as much as possible for other people. I like yeah. that. And I want to get into a couple more things in the chart that I saw were, were interesting. And I'll, I'll call to your attention. Like, yeah, you have a Sagittarius rising and your Venus, like, you know, the planet of love and beauty and either like love and relationships or the feminine energy that you're attracted to is also in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is known for like enjoying running away from commitment or it's like, you know, it's true. Like, I won't lie. Um, like, if people are trying to like get me to do something like I, I really I might I say I might show up, but yeah. I probably won't show up like like I'll say that I will and then I won't but people either forgive me or like it's just like I might show up but I'm too busy because Sagittarius is always running around we're going places even if I'm not traveling this year I'm like I have to do so much stuff and I'm always somewhere so it's like you can't really expect me like don't expect me to show up and if you try to pin me down like I'll run faster away from you sorry but whatever um so like and and venus and sagittarius is like a bit of a commitment phobe and it's more that you like the adventure or variety or like someone that you're interested in needs to keep you interested and should be interesting and have you know so that you don't get bored that's what i mean that's what i've been like trying to to spit out here um yeah like you're saying you have a lot of capricorn your outer social planets saturn uranus and neptune like neptune is like artistic dreams and the subconscious which is in very practical hard-working capricorn and look you have two shows you're doing a lot of stuff um uranus is sort of like the aquarius sign and saturn is the planet of restrictions naturally at home in capricorn so you do have you know a backbone of work ethic working hard and achieving your goals and doing that for other people 
um, I noticed that many planets, looking here, Sun, Moon, Mercury, Mars, Pluto, and Lilith, the dark moon, those are all in your 11th house, which is the house of friendships. And I love that that means a lot of collaboration, right? A lot of friendship. Friendships are important to you. And indeed, like, you know, your Instagram handle is Sato and Friends. And I was like, when I saw all this planet, like, houses stuff, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is so cool. Um, Another interesting point in the chart, you said, you know, I'm a middle child. I just wanted to be different when I grew up where I wanted to be different. And indeed, your north node is in the sign of Aquarius, you know, which is an event, inventive, original and, you know, forward thinking, futuristic sign. And Aquarius is in the 11th house, which is the house of friendships, humanitarian, helping others. So it does make sense that, you know, you said that you are doing stuff and achieving things for yourself, but also that you want to bring other people along and that it's important that you create spaces for other people to feel like they can also get something out of it. This is not just for you. It's for other people. So I really love how this actually ties together in your chart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is on brand. I'm very wow. much for the friends. It's I love cute. the friends. It's really, it's really sweet. Friends love. <laughs> Do you know I, what your friend's um, like astrology is? Do you yeah, have, what like, kind uh, of friends do you have? I know Ren I is a Capricorn. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my friends, I really, like, uh, I know my, like, my main circle of friends, like, a bunch of them, like, are water signs yes. um <laughs> shocker so, artists oh, that are water signs yeah um and like i didn't realize this until i started learning about horoscope stuff uh, or astrology stuff but um yeah i realized that a lot of the people that i do like get close with are like virgo people oh. or people in the fall like that are right. that have birthdays in fall okay um like it's easy for me to pick up a conversation with them yeah, that is so interesting. <laughs> and, and you know what, like, a lot of your signs, like four, ha- four things in Scorpio, two inside, which is after follows Scorpio, right? You also have the final, like, the two, like the last personal sign is the Mars sign, which is in, in balancing lovely Libra. Yeah. The Mars sign is either like the male energy you're attracted to, or like aggression. But as we know, like Libra is not an aggressive energy in the planet of Mars, which I think, you know, because you have so much kind of water in your chart or you're you have a lot of earth, like you're grounded. Like I didn't get that. You know, everyone's always like, oh, Scorpio, like the intensity, like your intensity is like mitigated or softened by like the earth energy. And I think even like the Libra in your chart, because your Lilith, like the dark moon is in uh, Libra as well. So, you know, you're not like let me look into your eyes and I'm staring into your soul. You're going to do this, you know, like. I've like been at parties at like snack tables and then they yeah. ask me my sign and I'm like Scorpio and then they back off like I'm gonna set their car on fire and I'm like I'm really chill. you're like I'm just, nice just get to know me and then yeah. back off yeah, <laughs> um, like... <laughs> I was told this by um a Filipinx elder who did a whole birth chart reading too mm. and then they did it um with like Filipino um star star chart oh, cool. readings or folklore yeah and then Apparently, um, the Scorpio, it's, uh, the Phil- it's like a Filipino figure, the legend of like a storm, what the equivalent of a storm. Yeah. 
Sagittarius is uh, Gililat, which is lightning. Ooh. Um, because yeah. it, it, it's expansive mm -hmm. and it's precise. Yes. And it like kind of branches out. That's cool. Um, and then Capricorn is like, it's, I forgot the name, but it is, it's like a mountain okay. um, because it's like something where you're continually trying to reach new heights, work towards something and meet a goal. Yeah. Um, so then they were like, yeah, you're, you're basically like a Mount Doom, <laughs> like a mountain with lightning in the middle. <laughs> and then, but the interesting thing about the Sagittarius part was they were saying was that it was like, um, if in like, it does mean like when we're talking about Venus, it yeah. relates to love, but also relationships. And like, if it's one of the signs that you have that are like, like standalone, mm -hmm. um, mm. it kind of dominates. So then oh, those, interesting. that kind of expansiveness is like one of the things that also, oh. I I'm like, uh, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> I, I feel you. And yeah. you know, I think there's a lot of interesting, like you and I, like if, if I'm just going to do some off the cuff synastry, like between you and me, like, you know, oh. I've only met you once, but we had a really amazing connection. And I always like, I oh. always wanted you on the show. I'm like, you know, and like just now is the right time. So here you are. But intriguingly, there's a little bit of interchangeability between like my sun, oh. moon and Mercury is also in like you're in Scorpio and I'm in Sag. Like I'm your neighboring sign. Right. Oh. And interestingly, your Venus in Sagittarius and my Venus is in Scorpio. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's actually very interesting to me. And, you know, Scorpio. And, yeah, I know we could like <laughs> like. I, I just think it's really interesting because I totally understand the Scorpio mentality, like in terms of my relationships, I really don't want to be with you unless you care about me beyond death and you're completely obsessed with me because I have too many things to do. I'm a Sagittarius. I don't give a shit. Uh, you know, I can be single forever and like traveling and like just doing my own thing. I'm very happy to be an individual roaming and like just meeting people and shit. Yeah. But if you, if you're like interested in me, you have to like show me. Which is, and I'm a repressed, like, I'm a repressed Ooh. Capricorn rising, and I'm a Sag, so I don't really give a shit about feelings, and I walk all over people, but I'm charming, <laughs> so people forgive me, and I think you understand that, because you have Sagittarius energy in your chart, and actually, if we want to get into our North Nodes, yours is, you know, the North Node is, like, the pattern for your future, or, like, higher self, oh, or, like, okay. you know, um, like, I don't want to say, like, the maturation of the soul, it's more like the ascension of, of you as a person in humanity which is humanitarian Aquarius minus in Leo. So that's the opposite. So we actually have opposite North nodes. So I just got some chills. Like I just find it very interesting. So like when we talk about the North and South nodes of, of life, you know, in the, in the South node, it's the opposite. So South node, you as a child was like Leo, like, look at me, look at me. I want to entertain, like pay attention to me. You, you were a middle child. So you probably wanted some attention. Yeah. Right. And now you're like, I just want to be an individual. I want to be different. That's Aquarius. Um, yeah, so I just find, I, I found that, like, interesting, so I just jumped in there with that, but, um, I don't know what else to say, we have cards as well, we're gonna do your cards. Oh, okay, I get, so, I get really nervous. Oh. I just wanna be, oh, yeah, I always tell people, oh, this is a joke, only tell me if it's good, <laughs> but, no, I, like, they're not inherently good or bad. No, it's true. Wait, before we get onto the yeah. cards, yeah. um, yeah. what kind of... You do, you do like, sorry, I'm not in the camera. I'm just leaning He's down just to the He's just hiding. Mic. There's his shoulder. 
I wasn't sure. Yeah, you weren't ready, so I was like, I don't know if you're... He's there. He's it's, producing um, and twiddling some knobs. Yeah. And um, also here. What kind of, like, uh, art do you actually do, like, fine art-wise? What's the, oh, yeah. What's the craft exactly? Um. Yeah, yeah. I do... So I, I do, like, visual art, uh, illustration, and, like, watercolor painting. Um, a lot about folklore and and uh, folklore creatures, um, mythologies that are mostly Filipinas. That's uh, cool. And then now I'm doing a lot of more digital stuff, uh, learning my way through it. Yeah, kind of that's thing. cool. Yeah. Do you like uh, uh, John Rathman? <laughs> like... Who's that? He's like a like a net artist. He does a lot of like very weird, surreal Ooh. renderings of um, of people. I um, would say it's almost like Hieronymus Bosch digitized and made like you know like nineties. Yeah, we're gonna put it on the we're gonna show it on the streaming half screen. Lewis is pulling it up now. Technology. He's looking up this weirdness. Yeah. Bear with us while we... Yeah, I do feel like I do have a lot of interests, too. Or, like, I've... It has been pointed out to me that I do a lot. Um, (laughs) Because I was, like, always doing, like, a bajillion things, so... Okay, I think he's trying to share... We'll show the half screen. Cool. It's a rat. Okay, yeah, we'll put it up there. There's, like, an internet... Bratz kind of babe with a pink hat that says Xanax. She's looking in a toilet that says something. I can't read it, but into the portal of this toilet. She's got a swirly top. Now there's a crying baby face. And now we have the uh, the impaling of people in the style of Cannibal Holocaust. If anyone has seen that insane exploitation film set in the Amazon, it's it's nuts. There is a, oh, here's a satin, like, devilish type obese with Edward Scissorhands hands impaling through the eye, the eye of horror, this kind of Don Juan captain. Oh, my God. He looks like Captain Morgan. (laughs) And he's, like, dangling him around like a puppet in front of this, like, baby with weird legs. And maybe this is the right setting to just segue into a card reading. <laughs> okay. It's that's, wild. That's probably enough of that. I had yeah. a good time, but I'm ready to go home. That's oh how I feel when it's... About uh, this. There's a porcupine guy. And... <laughs> I feel like that a lot. It's 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 been a fun time, but it's time to go home <laughs> now. You, it's, it's seven o'clock in the morning. Everyone's on drugs. You know, you're in some weird flat. <laughs> How come you have just, a cut on your hand? What did you do here? I see a weird burn. I'm not sure. On but his hand. Every single time I disinfect my hands, it's like oh, a, it's on your oh, delicate a burning. I think I must have hit it on like a uh, door handle or something. Just a, I'm very clumsy. Your delicate British hand. I'm, I'm extremely clumsy. I actually dropped a um, I dropped the toothpaste cap down the sink twice. And no, the second... Oh, yeah, twice I dropped the toothpaste cap and? down the sink. And then I dropped a full-on toothbrush down the What are the odds? How do you do that? It's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so it's such a weird thing. It's such a weird, like, thing to be good at, you know? Yeah. That's all I have to say. But... We will... I will send y'all a toothbrush. <laughs> 
(laughs) Amazing. So I have some very dark moon Scorpio type cards. Lewis, be the little, be a magician person and help while I run the chimes. Lewis will invite you to, you know, select your cards, cut the deck, and and he'll lead you through this process here. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm going to... I'm going to like brush my finger along it and then you have to say stop at some okay. point whenever you feel like I'm at the right thing. Okay. So try and do some mind bending, <laughs> try and get into my psyche about where my hand is. Try and visualize stop. the stop. Okay, got it. The Scorpio <laughs> vibes come through. Yeah, we okay, got to cut so this again. Now we have two decks. So which one would you like me to cut? This one or this one? Uh, the one in your left hand. This one. That one. That one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Same thing again. I'm going to scan my hand down it, and you're going to tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. So now we have three piles. Here okay. is the pile number one. Sure one. Pile, pile number, number one. one. Pile number two, and. Pile number three. So one, two, and three. In which Uh, order would you like me to restack these? Uh, in their chronological order. So one one first, and then two on top, and then three on top of that one. Or the other Uh, way. uh, Other way around. Okay, Okay, reverse chronology. So two is in the middle, three is on the bottom, and one is on the top. Yeah. All right, sick. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lewis. We got right. we got it. We did it. We did it, lads. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Good show. now then I can pull the three cards for you and let's see what we get. Oh, I love it. One, two, and three. All right. So I really enjoy in this first card, which I often characterize as the past, you have the world card. This is number twenty one and the final card in the journey of the major arcana. Okay. Okay. So it looks like a Euroboros. There's some weird little animals there, and That's this, dope. yeah, it's a uh, interesting. Some weird fish with people faces on the top frame, and this card is really, you know, I think of anything, it's either a Scorpio or Pisces who would embody kind of like the world in terms of Scorpio, understanding the intuitively like the dark forces, the intuitive you know, nature and the shadow self of life, tunneling deeply into other people's secrets or other people's, it's not even their business, but, you know, caring deeply about people and also understanding that here we have the world is your oyster. You know, when we have like the universe or the world card, it's a card of completion of circularity. And also like to me, even in the context of you being a very Scorpio, you know, heavy chart, you know, death and rebirth, which is sex death and rebirth which is basically the themes of scorpio so that's what that's what we have very very intense and powerful card to john, kick it off john raffman vibes yeah that was yeah that was very <laughs> the next card we also have wait but sorry before we get on to yeah. that i want to ask maria about art again oh yeah sure um what like are there any like particular artists that you like are appreciating at the moment or like maybe older artists that you're like um 
have got into recently like has there been like um a particular like type of art or specific artist that you've gotten into at like the start of the pandemic for example um, oh man i have i like save a lot of artists that uh on my phone i really like um david Jian. um he does a lot of like these really precise like precision kind of drawings um but they're there's and uh, there's like mixed mediums in there. Like he'll use like iridescent paper, um, but it looks like those like massive like scale like landscape paintings, like like Chinese watercolor paintings almost, or like inspired by Mughal paintings. But it's like some sort of like mythos with where you can see like these like guys that look like teardrops and then there's some sort of like cultish like birth happening and then there's oh, like lizard cool. monsters that are like upright it's really cool um <laughs> i like betty sar uh she 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 does like um like assemblage um and it's like it she's a black artist and um she uses like mixed mediums um like things that you would see as like some, like comprised of like pop cultural objects, but also like these kinds of artifacts, and it looks like it's its own kind of relic. Mm. Um, like she she painted like a whole room red, and then put all these like installed pieces that were sculptures that were made out of like assembled materials, and it looked like kind of like like there was some ceremony going on. It was like really cool. Um, I love her. Um, any like Toronto artists. Uh, Love Someone is a graffiti artist. He's, I think he was like classically trained. If you check out his like throw ups on like on walls in the city, mm. you can see that like just by how he uses the material and like the smoothness of it. And there's all these really cool like just like definitions to his work. So cool. you'll probably see stuff in around Toronto. Uh, yeah. Nice. Sick. Yeah. I, I used to do art. I used to really enjoy art at um, school. Um, one of the it's one of the avenues I got down was like a it was about like taxidermy oh yeah and uh there's a really cool artist called Polly Morgan if okay. you're familiar with her um I'm gonna pull up some of her stuff actually because she make like freakish like Frankenstein type animals uh not exactly she she creates more like um just with the artifact sort of thing it made me he's pulling it up um think of it but yeah this this was one of the um artists who i like came across like she makes like weird sort of this is her kind of more recent stuff like a snake um, and a ball with a snake and i think courtney love bought one of her early pieces but a lot of it's quite grotesque um but some of it's pretty it's like a chicken on like it's not macaron, but no, it looks a lot like of this is gruesome. I'm trying to find her earlier stuff. Like it was like a mouse in a matchbox mm. and uh, stuff like that. Birds in a phone. This one's cool. This one I like. Birds with a an old looking chandelier, yeah. and he's on a like antique book under a, a bell jar. Yeah. There was another taxidermy artist duo. And they used to make really cool things, but, like, unfortunately, it's been so long since I remember, like, who or what, you know, did it. They did, like, you know, very fantastic, as one could imagine, with 
with these animals, but I, I don't remember who they were. There was, there were a few, like, that one of the pieces that I saw that was, like, a really famous one where they had, like, a shark, and then they, like, cast it in some sort of, like, preserve. And oh, yeah. Was, like, the Damien. Yeah. Yeah. Hurst. That was interesting. Yeah. yeah, he shark. did some uh, weird stuff as well, like a, a horse that had, like, loads of flies on it. Also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The basketball. The basketball. We should do art commentaries. That's what I, I would watch that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be sick. Like, I was just <laughs> saying, like, I would love to have a film podcast, but it need like, I would love to have a film podcast because I have been just, like, Cinephile sounds, like, gross. I don't want to say that. But I've just enjoyed all kinds of things from, like, exploitation movies. Cinephile is, Cinephile like... is, like, so pretentious. I'm like, oh, you think that, <laughs> you think yeah. that it's revolutionary to watch, like, oh, guess what? You like the Being 400 a... blows and you like French New Wave? Like, that's, <laughs> like, fuck off. Like, yeah, that's, 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 that's the thing. Yeah. You, you know, like... Being a cinephile is, like, barely better than being a pedophile in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, you, you can now have the Criterion channel for just 99 US a year. And like, honestly, when we go back inside and become mole people, like I'm paying for this shit because I can't, I, I love like watching like next Netflix, like trashy reality shows. I will not. And I've never seen like the bachelor or bachelorette things, but I do stoop so low as like the circle, like, you know, all, all of those, like, you know, like Joe exotic, I'll watch all that shit. But, but Truly, on a sick day, like maybe I just want to watch a Werner Herzog like midget movie. I shouldn't even say it like that, but that's probably what it would have been called back then. We did watch a. I don't know. I love all kinds of like weird um, shit. Werner Herzog film about. Oh yeah, people, the Japanese people who hire people it's for like weddings and stuff in Japan. Like, oh, yeah. I think it's called Family Incorporated or something, or like Family. Oh attraction or family affair like whatever it's like if my dad was an alcoholic and i was too embarrassed for him to walk me down the aisle at my wedding ceremony then i could rent a fake dad actor to who looked respectable and who can then be my dad and walk me down the aisle and look like fatherly and appropriate like stuff like that so he does like it's all japanese people and he the main guy in the movie is like a man who owns a business where he rents out the actors for family situations. And the woman who has hired him to work is he's pretending to be the, I think this little, like a 14 or 15 year old girl, he's pretending to be her father who is like out of her life. So he's pretending like, Oh, I'm back and I'm your dad and I'm here for you because she's either going through a hard time or the mom feels like maybe her very shy daughter like needs like the reassurance or the hand of like you know like a fatherly figure to feel like you know she has a complete family like life again so we got like halfway through it i feel like toronto comedians would need that i should just start a rent a friend service shows and shit (laughs) here's my bringer he's oh god yeah you're right (laughs) that would be that would be so sick because like you just it's, see me. It's hard to find someone to drag along to a comedy show <laughs> that I would probably, if the show was like worth it, just fucking hire someone just to, I'll okay. buy your ticket and a beer. And you what's can your just... fake laugh sound like? Like, is it passable? What's my what? Sorry. Or ask them, like, make sure that they have like a good fake laugh. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it can't be, it can't be too hammy though. They'd need yeah, to have no, like a good, like an ebbs and flows sort of thing. They don't laugh at everything, but they laugh Selective. at the right time. So, yeah. 
I think there's value in that. I could probably do it. I've I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, that would yeah. be horrible to go to <laughs> open mics and be a. I've. I now understand the art of of laughing appropriately at a show because I see the comics do it. I learned from them, mm. and I now also do it like a nice squawking. Sorry, Amanda Custodio. I just think of hers because she's always like, ah! so like I copied that. It's really good. But I think I have my own like, I have my own like audience plant laugh as well. Yeah. Whenever, whenever something like is, is a weird risky bit and no one else laughs, oh. Amanda will laugh. And I like those. I like the I, risky bits. I too. appreciate it. Yeah. But just have, having one squawk going, ha. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost, it's like um bless her. It's like Patty from Patty and Selma. Oh. Oh, no, 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 sorry, Edna Krabappel from The oh. Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Edna, <laughs> I I took on like the snort laugh, and I find it so endearing because it's a true laugh. Yeah, it it's is. like it actually, yeah, it's yeah. I, I took that on from my friends. Like I've adopted the nice. laugh. laughter styles and yeah. how to incorporate them into your daily routine. A new blog post by me. <laughs> Click me- on this. A medium post. Yeah. In office use. One yeah. weird way. This is we- this weird trick will have your office mates loving you. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, oh that thing about like, uh, like fine art as well as like comedy like I, I find myself like craving actual art, like cause <laughs> good luck in I the kinda, city. Yeah, it's hard. It's, like well, there's not really that many. Um, it's a young, young city, which is expensive to live in. And then you know maybe you're used to like listen like I'm I miss you know what I miss I miss Nottingham Contemporary oh, yes art museum because we used to go to like openings of like the new exhibit there'd be a new exhibit every like two months or so and it would always be like a really well curated um it would be cool as well because we get high and you can smoke a spliff like down by the steps (laughs) and then go in um and it would always be like a free drink as well usually these art things but i kind of miss just like well curated um art galleries and exhibits like I've been to a few uh, like art galleries which are really sort of like poorly curated. Like there's one in, um, I think it's the Portland Museum of Art. In Portland? Yeah, Portland, It Oregon. wasn't good? No, because it was, it was weird how it was set out. So it, would, it wouldn't oh. order things by... Um, uh, like an appropriate the theme or whatever all the time it would be ordered by where the art's from so you'd have oh. like really old Weird. chinese art <laughs> yeah. next to some like really contemporary thing oh and okay. like hmm. it made me realize like how important curation is in in terms of art but also in terms of anything like the craft of actually like yeah. creating an experience for people to go around because um someone said oh yeah the art gallery's got really bad curation and I was like, I don't really know what you mean by that. But then I went and I saw the way they just like haphazardly put things together. And I was like, oh, shit. Curation. It, that's true. Curators are, are valuable. That, that's a really good thing to, uh, you know, try and hone. Taste level. Yeah. Taste, yeah. Is, is very important. It's just some. I don't want to say like you have it or you don't, but it's hard to develop 
you know, your critical, it's not even aesthetic, like your critical taste on things. Yeah. Especially like, you know, for yourself, you just have to learn for yourself and like yeah. enjoy what you like. But yeah, discernment, discernment is not for all. Discernment is a weird quality to yeah. try to define like I'm mentally struggling <laughs> to do it. But discernment is important. I love that we're really having this intellectual conversation yeah, yes. right now about art. Um, but yeah, no, like. Yeah, I think it's something like curation is like mm-hmm. it's how you're positioning it, and then it also it also shapes the interpretation of the work. Yes, um, mm-hmm. in the way that it is, yeah, displayed or exhibited, um, yeah. and completely take it, change the context of it, depending on where it is. Yeah. I think discernment is, yeah, for sure, something you either like you have. Um, I feel like people in like high level positions like the richest of the rich yeah. that like open those weird like pussy glass statues like for their houses and like <laughs> i don't know if that's discerning have yeah. you seen have you seen uh john podesta's artwork i have not don't okay. don't don't yeah, look don't, at it it's just gross don't look oh, at it it's creepy and gross don't look at it he <laughs> was he was hillary clinton's Here campaign manager <laughs> okay. and him and his brother just have like horrendous creepy. horrific like Jeffrey I don't even want to ring the chimes. I, I no, just want to cover it up. This is not a chimes not a chime moment thing. that I saw. I, I disrespected <laughs> and sullied the chimes with this. One more, one grossness. more art question, Marie. <laughs> um, what is the best art gallery you've been to? Ooh, like, what's yeah. been like the best sort of experience or like exhibit? Um, I know which one mine is. If you want me to. Uh, tell you, you. want to go first, and then yeah, I'll... you can think yeah, on it while Lewis can, shares. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best one this is kind of a funny story as well um it was the clifford still museum in denver uh clifford still he Who's does like huge um abstract pieces so they'll be like the size of a wall and it'll have like one um one very simple like line and then another one which is kind of the same sort of thing but slightly different and the uh, the concept would be about like um he's trying to pull it up now i'm trying to pull it up all right well in denver is it a modern it's a modern contemporary it's a contemporary yeah, museum it's in a denver very, it's a very cool okay. um it's a very cool like uh museum um so he has like one thing and then Clifford another thing the that are very oh, similar okay. i think this hmm. is the museum itself the one in denver this is definitely the one in denver and it's like it's the most like beautiful uh gallery experience because it's all like concrete and has a lot of um like areas which natural light gets through um and you go around and it's like a very well laid out like it's not got too much stuff it's just got like enough stuff to go around and like spend 45 minutes just like looking at stuff and when i was walking around it there was a um there was like a one of the maybe not the curator one of the guards guards, sure because i walked around and then i went back on myself and when i walked back the guy was knelt down at the bench and he was like messing around with his keys yeah and i think he was doing like a (laughs) 
a key of like coke or something because <laughs> oh, wow. he was just like jingling and then like he suddenly stood up really quickly <laughs> and i just you like him I, just in the kept, act. I just kept walking oh and then i saw him like go to the other guard and just go like like whisper really like urgently like, like oh shit like a, he, like a bird warning like yeah. a bird warning another bird like or gazelle warning another because it was the lines around the corner it was because like denver has like legal weed there mm. so i like took edibles and psychedelics i was psychedelics too now yeah, yeah um i took edibles and had a great time uh <laughs> chime worthy going around yeah. there but sometimes art just puts you in that mood <laughs> yeah it was it was just yeah. really funny because it was such a cool experience <laughs> And he decided to just to do some coke <laughs> on a shift. It. On a shift. He's on just, shift. Yeah. It's like fucking hell. And he had some Lewis mold pipes. <laughs> That's your brand. So sorry. Souls. Um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I have. I well, I have a huge bias, but I also have. I, I mean, I have two. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, one eight seven Augusta, where I had my shows. That was a gallery. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, and it's it's a community gallery and it's it's run by uh it's youth run and it's like the next uh yes. queer folks uh and for poc folks mm-hmm. um yeah it's like they've had so much stuff like it's not like a, a super always changing space um but they mm-hmm. do a lot of shows with like artists in toronto that i really like and they have like um like a lot of the pop-up shows so we've like mm-hmm. They've had like musicians just like start out and like have these like really cool like um like one-off kind of like experimental yes. uh, like gong yes shows and like hmm. sound oh is sounds, that like is that like sounds like something that we yeah. could do yeah is that like <laughs> oh yeah true is that like pantayo yeah pantayo's done stuff oh yeah um yeah but they've had like a lot of like really cool installations okay. by like indigenous artists that I really liked. Um, yeah, I think because institutions like I just sometimes it just doesn't feel welcoming. Right. And yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you read the uh, there was a piece about the Guggenheim about yeah. one of the I think oh, it was the, f- the, the, black, the first black bl- cu- first black female curator. Yes. And she, like the bullshit she had been through, like the gaslighting and all the like 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 receipt like filing she had to do just to get her show done and like like just the shit that she received from the white like institution yeah similar to how like nicholas rose had been gaslighted by the national ballet of canada did you hear about that no okay so you know he's a black dancer from the states and a queer black dancer and you know they invited him to come in and like he has it all on his like stories on instagram but you know basically people wouldn't look at him they wouldn't talk to him they wouldn't give him parts he he was like the only cast member that wasn't invited to go to russia etc like you know just the same thing where bipoc are just you meet a white wall and a hand that puts you away like which sucks and i love that you know you're building up ways in part of the community here to create you know more access lift up and support more artists who are BIPOC, queer, Filipinx, etc. because we need that because no one like we shouldn't have gatekeepers. And the stupid thing about this is that, you know, I spend a lot of time at all those at a lot of like 
because I had worked in travel for like 10 years, I got to go to a lot of museums or like field trips and, you know, the Louvre, Picasso, all these like ancient, you know, masters, quote unquote. And like, for me, it's more like the energetic vibe of a painting. Like I had been in front of, I think it wasn't Van Gogh. It was a Renoir maybe, or Matisse. Mm -hmm. It was a Matisse one where like, it was a painting of his wife and she had like died. And I felt like the sadness just like emanating out of it. Or even like turning the corner and seeing actual Guernica. Like, you know, you see it, it looks in the textbook. It looks like so shitty. It looks stupid <laughs> in the textbook. But like yeah. the emotion of the artist and that vibe, it really emanates. Like it like yeah. it hit me or it took my breath away. So even though I'm a, you know, who knows what my taste in art is, I have no idea. But like seeing things like that, like, or it's like, you know, everyone has always got their own portrait. Everyone wanting to always immortalize themselves and make themselves look funny or like just you know the lens of the artist the style or the artwork I've been to like the Monet Gardens I've been to all kinds of weird places but one place where I have never been that I have always wanted to see is the National Taiwanese Museum of Art because they stole the best they took the best treasures from the mainland preserved them in Taiwan and now we're getting into like sovereignty shit but you know yeah uh he's Lewis tapped me because he wants to order fried chicken and I'm looking at him but but speaking of fried chicken this is a really good segue into the Taiwanese art because there we go you know the most beautiful stuff in fact is like some sort of oh and I love like Aztec stonework Toltec Olmec shit I've seen that in Mexico City and that I did not spend enough time with you can see like the Mayan calendar of time and it is so like I'm having chills like it's so beautiful and brutal and like just the artwork of the Mesoamerican civilizations and the hand like craft work the handy I'm just like frothing at the mouth with excitement like the handiwork and also the lowbrow like there's like you know the sex the sex figures they have like sexy figures doing things to each other uh like you know one behind the other but like seeing you know those societies like had very elite people and very like common like slave or like you know people that were captured like and supported massive cities with agriculture, which is not easy in a feat of like pre, you know, pre-industrial whatevers. But the fact that now those societies also had avenues for artists to really dig into craftsmanship and the most beautiful stuff that like, you know, spans the work of time. I've seen weird shit, like a weird Berlin. It's not even a tinfoil hat, but it is kind of like a weird, tall, quizzical golden hat the, the yeah. bust of Nefertiti I've seen a, I've been very lucky in my work to have been able to see and to seek out some cool things oh, that's um, so cool. but and and like I'm like I'm so grateful for that but in the Taiwanese Museum of Art they have some sculptures made of jadeite or like you know semi-precious you know like quartz or whatever but like colors there's something that looks like a beautiful bok choy they have selected a stone or a crystal that was yeah. the gradations of white and green so you see the white stem and the beautiful green carving of the the leaf which looks lush and and like a real thing and it's got a little cricket on it so it's like lifelike and shiny and beautiful and there's the other very famous leaf like i'm yelling because i'm so excited i always yell when i'm excited i'm like yeah the levels the levels are oh my god she's like i don't know yes but then there's another one that is like the the braised 
pork belly and it's the colors oh, I know the what rich, you're talking you know about, yeah. the know richness of it looks yeah. shiny it looks like it's in yeah. the sauce and i'm like i just want i want to see those <laughs> things they look so amazing and then it's, eat the it's Taiwanese like when, when when gucci Mane said uh a man can't live w- no without sauce a man is lost but a man can get lost in the sauce well sauce is life i i have too much yeah. sauce in the fridge so What's the next card? Oh, yeah. Judgment. It's like Judgment Day. I'm just going to take a a quick screen cap. Is that my present? The present is Judgment. And I would just say, like, since we've been talking about taste and art and discernment, it's, you know, Judgment, I mean, evokes the idea of Judgment Day or, like, the final Judgment, but, or, like, even, like, judging yourself, but, like, truly, actually, Judgment is about forgiveness. Oh. For your for yourself or for others, but like judgment oh. is actually about forgiveness, not in fact judgment. So I like that. The final card okay. is a really nice positive card. It's the sun, just the shiny oh. Leo oh. energy, positive energy, solstice energy, you know, oh just positive God. vibes just and like, just like I'm a nice smile. Yeah. A nice <laughs> smile in the sunshine when it hits your face is basically the kind of carefree enjoyment of the moment. That's really the sun energy. And it is like a Leo card as well. We're still in Leo season, but mm-hmm. we're yes. moving on to Virgo season in about a week. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Whew. That was fun. Yeah. I want a quick comedy and do real art now. You're going to, yeah. 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 I feel like you all, if you start an art channel, I will watch it. <laughs> yeah. This is an art channel. It is an art channel. I feel like we've come up with many pieces. I also love ceramics. That's just another random (laughs) thing. Oh, the Gardner Museum. They have Mesoamerican sculptures there. Yeah. Yeah. Send us some... Send us some recommendations. Yeah, of like send me your places connection to go to art in Toronto because we don't I, have a good connection here. So yeah, I'm glad that we made this. I don't want to like besmirch the city that I call home too much, but yeah, sure, it is kind of a cultureless colonial well, look, backwater. It is like listen, if, you know the biggest ticket in town is that like fucking like that Van Gogh immersive, and I'm just like, oh my oh, god, god I that can't. Looks so it's so trashy. Lame. That's like the kind of shit which people it's, it's who shameful to me. People who like Hamilton, not the town, the the play. It's, it seems like people who li- like that and also who think like Kamala Harris would be a good <laughs> VP. <laughs> anyway, that's that's for another time. Moving on. That's for another time. Yeah. Are we, is this, are we coming to an end? We are, yeah. Um, Does Lewis Moulds have a final question? Because sometimes we have a final, fun, I, provocative question. I, I do, but I have asked it before. But I think it you would be like, an okay. interesting question to bring back. All right, what is it? Um, if you could live inside a piece of oh, art, okay. Uh, what piece of art would you would you live inside? What piece would I live inside? Um. Oh, I don't know. Or maybe like what kind of like art you would live inside? Would it be like a surreal Style? thing or like okay. a pastoral scene? Or if you had to spend eternity inside <laughs> like a... Like a... Um, hmm. I, 
I just want to, would want to live in like inside like a formless color, Ooh. like a nice indigo. Nice. Um, I feel like that's what it will come to in the end. Yeah. Inside of like a Modrian or something. The dissolution of self. Yeah. Yeah. It's also infinite. Um, yeah. Just like you said. So, Hell yeah. 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 Me too, actually. Okay. <laughs> Me you're, too. All right. You're gonna, you're gonna piggyback on that. Yeah. So I am gonna say, I want to live in a James Terrell skyscape. That's where Ooh. I'm gonna do. I want to live in Roden Crater. Just, just give me that, maybe. You can have it. The yeah. World is that's yours. that's one that. That would be nice. Right. Just light. Let's and we do our light, light or darkness. Yes. Okay. We're gonna take a screenshot photo. Okay. Say cheese. Mm -hmm. Ah. Nope. Yes. Mm -mm -mm -mm. All right. I didn't. So we it. did like the same face. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Scorpio and, and Sage. Both of you. Thank you. I'm getting engaged. Yes. Uh. Yes. It's yes. happening. He he promised to love me beyond death as a as a romantic yeah. Libra, yeah. who uh, captured a. a wayward a wayfaring sagittarian lady don't say captured a wayfarer oh sorry not wayfarer i didn't mean wayfarer i meant a wayfarer a, a traveler on the journey of life but you know if, if i can possess your soul and you allow me to do so willingly and jump into jump into my my web it's only my venus and scorpio that's dangerous i promise everything is fine it's great it's fine I avoided it for Never so long. I avoided it for so long, but <laughs> LM plus CP heart circle <laughs> again. Arrow again, it sounds it forever. sounds wrong. Don't don't it's say wrong. CP. It's, CP. Uh, That's yeah. what my family calls me. <laughs> LM. No one will call you LM. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Marie. Thank, Thank you. you so much. So Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Shao you too. Pang, as always. Talk to you soon. Pang stars.